Medical information obtained from our website or the live show is not intended to be a substitute for professional care. If your pet has or you suspect they might have an illness or other medical condition, you should consult a health care provider. The opinions expressed on this radio program are not necessarily those of All Paws Pet Talk, this radio show, or their sponsors. to Smart Animal Talk on All Paws Pet Talk Radio. And we're going to be talking with Karina Evans all the way from the UK. And we're going to be talking about pet remedy and one other thing, one other thing, a surprise for me because I learned all about pet remedy to prepare for this interview. But there's going to be one other thing. So welcome to the show, Karina. Thank you so much for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Where are you calling from in the UK? Where are we reaching you? Courtesy of good old Skype, I'm calling from near Henley, Henley on Thames. On Thames, okay. So where would that be in relation to a big city we'd all know about? Yeah, it's basically just about forty minutes west of London. Oh, okay, okay. Well, that orients us a little bit. So, do you live in the city there, or do you live in the country? No, we live in the country. Actually, it's really easy to get to the country from London, and we have horses, dogs, chickens kids thrown in there somewhere and we have a lovely little farmstead in the country oh nice okay so now everybody's sitting there thinking about that me too i live up in canada very close to vancouver british columbia canada and i have a little five acre hobby farm which i have a commercial dog kennel i do breeding and boarding and training and so i get you i was up in the middle of the night last week with new baby goats being born and uh the dogs definitely alerted me to that one. <laughs> that didn't oh. get past them. So, um, yeah, so you came up with Pet Remedy. Can you explain to us how Pet Remedy works, please? Sure. So Pet Remedy we came up with because we had stressed and anxious pets, especially we've got a father and son terrier, and the father used to fight with the son, and it was terribly distressing uh, for the children and, and obviously for the dogs. Uh, the other thing is that we've obviously got a lot of fireworks at different times of the year, thunder and lightning, and the father, was, uh, the father terrier was particularly scared of that. One of our horses kicks like crazy and used to kick the the whatever out of our lorry and damage not only our lorry, I'm sure it was, wasn't doing good things for her hind legs either. We heard about Okay, pet well, 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 you, you, first of all, you censored yourself, so I think kick the heck out of, and I think you're talking about <laughs> a lorry is a truck. So, yeah. so people know that now they're confused. They think your daughter's name is Lori and she's being kicked by a horse. We got to clarify, you've got quite the accent oh going. Oh my goodness. I, um, I do apologize. So yeah, <laughs> the, the horse used to kick the he- the, the, the bejesus out of our truck, so the transporter. <laughs> and um, had stressed out terriers. Now, can you tell me, are they both intact males? Is that what it uh, was? No, one of them's not, actually. One of them we had to um, give the chop to because uh, he used to run away a lot. So one of them isn't, but they were father-son, and one was growing older, and he was trying to take over the, the, the father's kind of place in the home. So they used to fight like crazy, and it was very stressful. And we heard about Pet Remedy. I'd seen it around, you know, being in the pet industry. Um, And I'm very, very skeptical. And I thought, no, no way, no way. Gave it a go. And 
lo and behold, we now have Pet Remedy on every night where the dogs sleep. We haven't had a fight for about a year. The horse I've managed to wean off Pet Remedy, but every time she traveled, I just smooth it onto my hands and then put it over her muzzle or I put it on her oh, chest. Okay, so I the track for her was a sign she was going on a trip. So this was yeah. not random kicking at a truck. She was saying, I don't want to go in there. I'm not going yeah, with you. Yeah. I don't which, like going on the road. I get you. Okay, exactly. so so the two dogs, can you tell me which one was uh, unneutered? Which one was neutered and which one was not? Or was the son uh, not? The Is son that- is not sorry the son is neutered the son is is neutered neutered and the father is not and the son keeps trying to reclaim the throne that's really interesting because i bet you were told this would work and it didn't Uh, interesting okay so then this stuff you're talking about i mean you say you put it on here you put it on there is it a cream is it a spray is it a powder what is it so it comes in the form of a spray or it comes in the form and it comes in the form of a a plug-in diffuser Oh, now I've tried that. Okay, so on my farm, I've got all these happy dogs, but occasionally I do some rescue work with cats. And occasionally I have a really stressed out mama cat and her kittens or different adopted rescue kittens. And then it'll throw off all my well-balanced happy cats into a state. And when that happens, I plug in the uh, feel-away pheromone spray and I get mellow kitties. So I understand how this works. It really, I mean, all the cats are cuddling with each other all of a sudden and rubbing up against me and everybody's just right chilled out. It's the, it's, it's almost like they've all been given a little ecstasy. They're so lovey and so relaxed, but it's not a drug. It's a, it's a smell. And, and so is pet remedy like that? Is it like that? Is it an all natural? Our product is 100% natural, whereas the other products aren't, and they are medicating your pet. Our product is working 110% naturally. Um, it's a blend of essential oils which calm and soothe the pet. So it works in the same way it tells the brain that the environment is calm. And it, it is so much better than any other product on the market and I can say that from you know using it myself and what really matters to me is that it's non-medicinal so pet remedy is the only product on the market that is non-medicinal so that means no side effects like if you have another pet come into contact with the cat spray or the thing you meant for the dog now the turtles in the room or the lizard or the ferret everybody's okay everybody's okay it's safe for all household pets including horses um and it's cross species so you don't need to buy one for your dog one for your cat one for your gerbil it's cross species so it's really convenient as well when um when you use it on the horse you spray it where on a brush or on his on his skin what how well, do you the great do thing about pet remedy is that you can apply it to your skin and the pet skin other than other like other products again you can't apply them to your skin you can with pet remedies so I personally for the horse spray it on my hands and then I rub it into my hands I I smooth it onto her muzzle I smooth it onto her lead rein I smooth it onto her chest actually she's fine with sprays and I can spray it directly on her but I kind of hold my hands over her muzzle a little, little bit so that she inhales it we also have a towel hanging up where her muzzle is in in the lorry so I spray it on that a bit a couple of sprays two or three sprays and that will last her a journey of about an hour and a half 
Wow. Okay. So you kind of touched on this a little bit. Um, I think I interrupted you to get the facts straight about the truck and other things. But once again, everybody, Lori means truck, that the horse has been acting out against the truck. So, um, which is never a good thing for the truck or the horse. This is not, not cool for anybody. But I know you were just touching on thunderstorms. We have to go to a little break. But when we come back, I do want to talk about pet remedy and how it would work for animals who are afraid of thunder. Because thunder and fireworks has got to be the most common fear I face at this program, but also in in my regular work life as a dog trainer, there's a huge amount of dogs out there who are just terrified. And try as we might to explain it, we don't. We don't understand it. We know they like to avoid the the um, charge and they seek out grounded places like bathtubs and bathrooms, but we don't really know what it is that bothers them. Why older dogs seem to always react, younger dogs seem to never react. What's going on? Even a gun dog w- might be scared of thunder, and and why that is, you know. So there's some things. Sometimes we have a dog who's expanded a fear of thunder to a fear of all loud noises, and we can train that out of him. But he's still going to be afraid of thunder. There's this deep natural fear that most older dogs get. So how do we deal with that? We'll be back to talk more with Karina Evans, and she'll explain how Pet Remedy can help you with that. And if you're in Florida, I know you want to hear the answer because you have lots of thunder there. Stay tuned, Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio, coming back soon. NuVet Plus, your pet's best friend. NuVet Plus is an immune system builder that is safe for all stages of your dog's life. Helps eliminate most issues, including allergies, scratching and itching, hot spots, arthritis and joint issues, chronic ear infections, tear staining, lack of energy, digestive issues, and so much more. All natural, manufactured in an FDA-registered human pharmaceutical lab here in the USA, using ingredients sourced in the USA. Nothing artificial, no sugars, wheat, corn, or dyes. Never heat treated to help retain all the natural rich ingredients. Comes with a 60-day money-back guarantee and is only pennies a day. Call us Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. to 5 p.m. Pacific Time. 1-800-474-7044. That's 1-800-474-7044. And tell them you are referred by All Paws Pet Talk Radio. Or go online to www.nuvet.com. That's www.nuvet.com. Use order code 33955. Again, www.nuvet.com. Order code 3395. Put your pet on the path to good health. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. No more fleas and no more ticks with the No More Tick Spray. All natural, non-toxic, and even safe enough for you to use on yourself. It smells great. You have to try it. It really works. This is what I want you to do. Go to www.nomoreticks.com. Once again, nomoreticks.com. Your pet will love you for it. Go to nomoreticks.com. 
For your dogs, running beside your bike is more rewarding canine exercise than any walk. It's also more dangerous. Until now, introducing the amazingly stable Bike Toe Leash, the only safe dog biking attachment approved by the American Pet Association. The Bike Toe Leash installs in seconds on bikes, trikes, power chairs, and mobility scooters. No tools needed, and dogs learn it immediately. With a Bike Toe Leash, both dogs and rider can enjoy fun recreation anywhere, no matter what your ability level. To learn more and order your Bike Toe Leash, visit BikeToeLeash.com. That's BikeToeLeash.com. Bike Toe Leashes are made in the USA and ship worldwide. That website again is B-I-K-E-T-O-W-L-E-A-S-H.com. Hello! You're listening to Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio. And I was only supposed to do one segment today with our guest, Karina Evans, but I'm really enjoying talking to her. We're having a great old chat about this product, and I want to help you guys with the dogs who are scared of thunder. Now, if you have a dog who's four or three or two or one or a puppy, and you're shaking your head saying, my dog's not scared of thunder... Oh, he will be. <laughs> so listen up because it's coming. At about five, six, seven, eight, sometime around there, almost every single dog I've ever met develops a fear of thunder. Most of them. 90% maybe. I've never done a survey, but there's very, very few who don't at least tremble and quake, at least get anxious and pant, at least paw at things and, and get restless and anxious and uptight. So if that's your dog now, as he ages, it's probably going to get worse unless you can find ways to deal with it and comfort him. And there's shirts out there that are sold for this that sometimes work. There's tapes out there that sometimes work. There's figuring out the best space that he's most comfortable in. That's an individualistic thing, figuring out what your dog likes most and giving it to him, preempting the storms. But also, there's pet remedy. So Karina Evans, all the way from the UK, just outside of London on a lovely farm, has tried this stuff on horses and dogs and uh, maybe other animals too. How does it work for storms, Karina? Well, again, that's you know, one of the reasons that we used it for our pets to begin with before we brought it to the US market. And I'm so passionate about this product because I know it works for us. So uh, the older dog, uh, the older of our two terriers, uh, hates thunder, hates lightning, hates fireworks. And I thought there was nothing out there that was going to soothe him. And, you know, he's the dearest, most gorgeous friend in the world. And when he starts shaking, when my brave little terrier starts shaking like a leaf and sort of crawling down on all fours and hunching up his haunches, you know, it breaks my heart and he, you know, he won't leave my side. Not that I particularly want him to leave my side, but if I'm breastfeeding a baby, I can't have the dog in, uh, on my lap as well. But I thought there was nothing that was going to soothe him. Um, what Pet Remedy does naturally is that it tricks the brain into thinking it's a calmer environment. Now, every dog, every household, every situation is different, uh, you know, different. Um, I know that this product works incredibly well for me and 27,000 other um, of our followers that we've received in the last two years of using the product have, have said 
basically the same. Um, I mean, there's lots of things you can do, positive reinforcement, noise desensitization, um, calm, provide a calm area. But plugging in a plug-in diffuser of pet remedy or spraying the pet remedy on their bed or spraying the pet remedy on yourself um, and having your pet nearby, I've never... I've never not known anything to work so well. His heart rate is soothed. He doesn't pant. Um, he's he's not a hundred percent. He's not a hundred percent granted, but he's not stressed and distressed in the way that he would be if we weren't using it every time there's a thunderstorm, lightning, or fireworks. Now, and I am just so grateful because the pet is in a much better place. I like the idea of the diffuser for this application because, and this is like especially true for people who've called the show from Florida, especially near Orlando, um, where there's just, it seems that there's a lot of thunder, but also fireworks from Disney. And it affects all the animals in the area that there's fireworks literally every night of the year and tests for fireworks and then the big display and then I think a second display. I mean, this is, this is really hard on a lot of animals. So it's almost like a fake thunderstorm. But, um, the diffuser for me is a good idea because you can't, in many areas, you don't know it's going to be thundering. You go out for an afternoon, it's beautiful. You come home and your dog's trash the place. Oh, or I know. just so upset. And you didn't know to spray, right? You and didn't you know, know what? It, anything. It, it, so it really hurts me. It really almost brings me to tears to think of, you know, those animals out there who, who are experiencing this. And yes, you don't know it's going to thunder and you come back in your house as trash because of your pet being in a really bad way and being scared and it really it really hurts but th that is the great thing about the diffuser you can leave it on in absence you can leave it on all day knowing that when those thunderstorms are coming or you're going out for an evening and when you know fireworks from Disney come or it's um, fireworks night in the UK bonfire night we call it or, or Halloween you know that you've got the diffuser you've sprayed their bed you've got it you've got it all covered and honestly I know I'm sounding really pathetic but it really really matters to me it really hurts me to think that our pets are having to deal with the stress but with pet remedy they don't the other great thing about the diffuser is that it helps with separation anxiety if you've got to go out to work for most of the day and you have to leave your pet you just plug in the diffuser and it will help with separation anxiety tremendously you know you talk about the horse uh kicking at the truck and not wanting to travel and being stressed out on travel i think a lot of people don't realize how stressful a move can be for animals relocation even if it's a regular thing even if it's to the winter cabin or the summer house or the cottage dogs tend to deal with it a lot better than cats but even still when you're truly moving when you're actually leaving your house and moving to a new house we just had a dog here named mateo he's come to our kennel for years but this time his family was changing houses and he tried to break out of everywhere. He started throwing himself against things till he was bruised, his whole body, to call the owners in the middle of the move and tell them to come pick him up. Because we can't have that. This is Happy Mateo, who loves to come to camp. But right now, he's scared because he figured out they're moving. And he, he knows they are amazing. Yeah, and you can't trick him. But it would have helped a lot um, in this move as they go back and forth. And I suggested this to them. Take some of his stuff and move it to the new place. Show him it's there. You know, it would help a lot to be using something like Pet Remedy as they do this. As he's watching the boxes leave, watching the movers come, watching all the family get stressed out. Same thing for a wedding. There's so many things that stress a pet out that you wouldn't think of. House guests, neighbors moving, stresses them out. It's all strangers with trucks and boxes and 
No, it's terrible. But you don't know your neighbors are going to move or have a garage sale or do whatever. And that's why this diffuser sounds so good to me because it's just working. In case a stressful moment comes up, it's there at your house keeping everybody calm. And and that's what I like about the cat one. So the pet remedy diffuser you have, does it work with my foster kitties and my kittens? Yeah, we do a huge amount of work in the UK uh, and European mar- market, um, pet pet market in uh, foster uh, homes, rescue homes, and it's terribly well received. All you need to do is have a look on our Facebook page, Facebook forward slash Pet Remedy, to see how well it is received uh, in foster homes and care centres and animal hospitals. Um, it, the great thing, again, is that it's cross-species, so it's going to work on cats, ferrets, dogs. Um, you're not having your pet ingest anything. You're not medicating your pet in any way. I want to diffuse the um, – <laughs> diffuse, excuse the pun. I want to diffuse the, the sort of message that it's not some kind of weird in- – uh, remedy it is it is very simple it's a natural blend of essential oils that um, work in the same way as pheromones do in that it it the brain is is kind of naturally tricked into thinking that it's a calm environment so it's a very simple solution that's cross-species it works just as well on cats um, okay well i would love to try it i'm i'm afraid we're running out of time karina that's why i'm interrupting you i don't want to i want to ask you if you know the name of the dog on coronation street the little dog do you know the name of the dog do you know deirdre and ken's dog come on now time to watch tv oh okay do you know do you know the name of the great dane that used to be on the show Honestly, I don't get time to watch Oh, well, I'll tell everybody. It's Eccles is the little dog and Schmeichel is the big dog. All right, Karina, we're running out of time. I need you to let us know where we can get this. Where can we find Pet Remedy? Um, Ask in store at any of your local retailers. We sell through a lot of distributors, so it's widely available. Uh, Our web address is PetRemedyUS.com. Facebook us uh, or email us, info at PetRemedy.com. Perfect. Pet Remedy, everybody. Check it out and help your pets be less stressed. It's a no-brainer. Pick it up. Pet Remedy. PetRemedyUS.com. Okay, everybody, I'll be back with some pet news and pet talk and, you know, the usual on Smart Animal Talk. All pause Pet Talk Radio. Stay tuned. I'm your doggy. I'm your doggy. And I love you. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. Purr Spray Pet, all-natural, non-toxic spray for all of your pet problems. Proven safe to use for their skin, eyes, and ears. Helps calm and heal wounds, hot spots, insect bites, and lots more. Will not sting and very safe to use even for your feathered friends. To find out how you can keep your pets happy and healthy, go to purspraypet.com. That's P-U-R spraypet.com, purspraypet.com. Or call us now at 386-310-3924. Scratch it. Is your itchy dog allergy sad? Did you know that our dogs suffer from the same pollen, dust mite, and mold allergies that we do? Now, veterinarian dermatologist Dr. Christian has formulated Doggy Goo. Doggy Goo is a peanut butter treat for your dog. 
But Dogigu also sublingually builds tolerance to 10 pollens, 2 mites, and 3 molds 100% naturally. Try Dogigu. Your dog will Dogigoo look it up. Call 855-246-2426. The number again is 855-246-2426. Or on the web, www.healthygoo.com. Goo spelled G-O-O. Scratch it. Listening to Smart Animal Talk on All Paws Pet Talk Radio. I bet you feel smarter already. We told you what to do in a thunderstorm. Kind of stuck that in there while we were talking about some products. You never know when I'm going to sneak in the training advice. And actually, someday I'll have her back, Karina Evans, and I will talk to her about those two dogs that don't like each other so much and the horse that won't get in the trailer. And we'll, we'll give her some advice, some training advice to go along with Pet Remedy. Now that they're more calm, they should be more receptive to training. Sometimes these things work together, and after a while, you don't necessarily need the remedy anymore, but you have it just in case. So now we're going to be talking about something else completely, Buddy's Bones with a Z. Buddy's Bones, or as you say in America, Buddy's Bones with a Z. And uh, we're going to be talking with Don and Sally about this. Welcome to the show, Don. Welcome to the show, Sally. Hi. Hi. How you doing? Good, good. So are we speaking with the UK again? Are we talking with England now? No, Texas. Texas. It just sounds like I'm talking with England. Okay. Well, you've so, got one Brit and one Texan, you see. All right, Don. Can you say hello properly? Because we didn't hear that. Oh, that, well, that was Sally. You know, she's the Brit side of the house and I'm the Texas side of the house. Okay, now we believe her. We just heard it. I thought you might give us a howdy, but that's okay, Don. All right, so um, can you tell us about your business? What is Buddy Bones? Well, Buddy's Bones is a, is a company that was kind of, I'm a co-founder, and Sally is a co-founder, and, and then the real founder is actually my hunting dog, uh, Buddy. Uh, Buddy, being a hunting dog, has got an incredible sense of smell. And uh, we bought some treats to give to, uh, to, to Buddy one time uh, when he was a young, young pup. And he, <laughs> he smelled and walked away. And I'm looking at $8 package of the number one selling dog treat in America. And I said, hey, something's wrong. So I turned it over and I looked at the ingredients. And it was the ingredients. It was you know, wheat, corn, soybean, uh, uh, just, you know, chemicals. And I said, we can do better than this. Uh, we're, we're retired folks. And I said, let's just start making some stuff. We have five dogs. Let's make something for the five dogs. And that turned into a company called Buddy's Bones. And uh, we believe we manufacture the finest dog treats made in America. I want to know about Buddy. What kind of dog was Buddy? Or is Buddy? Buddy is a uh, purebred. Uh, he's a coon hound. Black oh. and tan. He's a talker. That's his talk, isn't it? Yeah, he is. A, <laughs> they, he, you know, he'll hunt it. Squirrels, coons, uh, possums, anything up Porky in a tree, pines. porcupines, which he, he hunts those. He hunts those way too often. And uh, oh no, get does he get a face full of quills? Well, oh. it's it's two hundred and sixty nine dollars if it's after <gasps> ten o'clock to remove the quills, and it's one hundred ninety nine dollars during during working hours. 
Ask us oh, how we know. Goodness. Oh, you got it on speed dial. I get it. Oh, no. Oh, no. I had, growing up, there was one standard poodle. I was just bent on hunting skunks. So, you know, you can imagine how that would turn out over and over. You well, think he hunts on our ranch all the time. And, and uh, I'll tell you what, he, uh, he's a great dog. He truly puts hunt, and that dog will hunt. He's got an incredible nose on him. Nice. Okay, so he wouldn't. He turned up his nose at the food, which kind of surprises me because the coonhounds I've I've dealt with are pretty, you know, treat motivated. Uh, not as much as Goldens and Labs, but way more motivated than a standard poodle. Turn his nose up at anything that isn't just uh, new and tempting. But um, so your your coonhound was showing you this stuff is not good, not oh, cool, good. not for me. And what did you do to make a difference? What's your food all about? Well, what we did, we, we started out, you know, I started doing research and, and trying to understand what, what do dogs really eat? And I come across some really interesting things. We know what dogs ate. They've been around for a quarter of a million years or longer. And uh, they don't eat wheat. They don't eat corn. They don't eat soybean. They don't eat chemicals. And uh, they're primarily carnivores. So they want to eat meat. And when it comes to meat, if a dog was out in the wild and killed an animal, which is what they do, the first thing he would eat would be the organ, the organ meat, then the muscle, which is uh, the flesh, then the uh, skin, and then he would start chewing on the bones. That's what they want to eat. Then they'll eat some greens. They'll eat broccoli. They'll eat grass, uh, primarily green things, and some things like, like sweet potato, carrots, a few things like that. A lot of dogs like fruit. You'll see dogs go right into brambles and eat berries. You know, yep, they're, yep. they're fruit motivated, quite a few of them. So I get that. They're, there's a misconception that dogs only want meat and a big misconception that they want grain. And in fact, when I have a dog that's in my care that has cancer, one of the first things the vets do is eliminate all grains from the diet because grains feed cancer in dogs. Absolutely. So we it's absolutely pretty... believe that we we don't use any grains, any wheat, corn, soybean. We use no grains at all in our product. And this is even more true for cats. Cats are even more a carnivore than a dog. They really don't need the grain. But okay, so do you manufacture your own products, or are you just like do you resell? Are the are the ingredients all U.S. made? Because my listeners really don't want stuff imported from China. We really would rather buy North American made things. We actually are, we're a manufacturer. We are, uh, what is, a, we're categorized as a Go Texan company, which is a, uh, a the state of Texas has a, has sort of a, the Department of Agriculture. In order to be a Go Texan certified, you've got to source all your, all your raw materials in the state of Texas and manufacture in the state of Texas. We manufacture all of our product on on uh, right here on our ranch. Uh, we're not a reseller. We uh, uh, we buy the you know we we have suppliers that, that you know we specify what we want uh, bones. Like in the case of our bone line, our bone line comes from free range, grass fed Texas cattle, roasted and smoked with the meat left on. Then we process those by by cutting them up for different sizes of dogs, opening up a one end and uh, so his dogs can get at the bone marrow, which is, by the way, the reason why a dog chews bones is to get at the bone marrow. That's the whole purpose. Um, 
Is that, you you know what I keep thinking about right now, there's a big drought in where I live, but all through California and lots of the U.S. and lots of Canada, drier season than ever. And they're saying it's going to hurt the price of hay and the price of grain. And they're saying it's going to hurt the cattle industry, that the price of beef is going to go way up, that people are dumping animals. How's this going to affect your prices? Are you going to be able to stay steady? Well, we believe we believe that we can. Yeah, yeah, only only uh, bones is is just part of our line. We've got twenty four products in in our lines and uh, in our line, and uh, you know all. all oh, of can our you products. tell me a few about a few others just to get people curious, and then we'll tell them where they can find you online. So, what other products have you got? Just to tease them a little bit, besides the bones, which sound delicious, especially okay, for so a dog. A sweet potato line. Okay. Oh, they love sweet potatoes and yams. And those are great foods for any dog exposed to smoke, which is anybody near a fire zone right now. So sweet potatoes and yams are what you really, really want them to eat. That's going to help with the weepy eyes and the the loud snoring and some of the other symptoms you're getting from smoke exposure. So that's terrific. So, okay. And what what else have you got? Well, plus I was going to say the sweet potato gives them some roughage. Remember, dogs need roughage like humans do. Mm -hmm. And... Um, the plain sweet potato that we do, I quite simply just wash it and dehydrate it. All of our lines are either smoked or dehydrated. And the, the, um, the plain sweet potato is a, is a vet-approved safe thing to give a dog if it's got sensitivities, allergies, and even if it has diabetes. It doesn't affect the insulin sugar levels on, on a dog who's, who's got, who is diabetic. We, we do, um, because that's near impossible. You got a diabetic dog. You don't want it to get overweight, but you want to give it a life. You want to reward it sometimes. What are you going to do if it doesn't like, you know, fruit? And even fruit is sugar. So you got to be really careful. So that's terrific that you have something for that, really. Now, you know, we have one product that we're particularly proud of that, that, that is just turned into a, a, an incredible seller. We have a, a smoked bacon product. And it took us it took it took us about three years to find a source in the United States that would provide us with 100% chemical-free, nitrate-free whole pork bellies that we slice and then send straight to the smokers. So we 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 have two two products essentially. We have pork bellies and bones and you know sweet potatoes. And the only thing that we add to our product line is Texas mesquite wood smoke. Does the smoking allow for less preservatives? Is that why you're dehydrating and smoking besides flavor? Yes, yes. Uh, Our products have a shelf life of about six months or longer if you keep them cool and dry uh, inside your home. They don't require any refrigeration. A cookie That's jar nice because I think people don't realize how often their dog isn't actually allergic to the food ingredients in the food they're buying. Sometimes they're allergic to the preservatives, and and that's so toxic over time, over the life of a dog. Uh, preservatives are chemicals, and and we don't do chemicals. We we do as many organics as we can. Like for instance, uh, we use uh, we have the peanut butter on on uh, a what? sweet potato. We grind our own peanuts, we buy organic peanuts, we grind them, and then in order to get it to spread, we came up by adding organic coconut water, spread it on the sweet potatoes, and then send it straight to the smokers and evaporates the water out. 
this sounds like something at a, at a vegan restaurant downtown, honestly. <laughs> like, what? Come on, gluten-free, this, that. Oh, my goodness. So uh, where can people find out more about your products? Is there a website they can go to to check this all out? Yes, ma'am. You, you can go to Buddy's Bones, that's B-U-D-D-Y-S-B-O-N-Z.com. Well, that's easy. And then they're not worrying about melamine and chemicals that are used in other countries that really ought not to be used with pets. Things like chicken jerky treats imported from China but repackaged here, labeled made in USA when it's not. you got to know where the food is. This is made in Texas on a ranch in, in Bernie, Texas. Lovely. Well, we only, have, we only have a couple of minutes left, and we started the interview with Sally, and then we went all done. So, <laughs> Sally, let's wrap it up with you. What would you like people to know that maybe we missed covering during this interview today? We have several other meat products in our line. Our line is not all bones or sweet potatoes. We <laughs> have direction. <laughs> <laughs> we have a um, 93% lean ground turkey stick that I make. We mm. have something that I sell as a rawhide alternative. It's not quite as chewy as rawhide, but if your dog swallows rawhides or, or is otherwise not good to be eating rawhide, we do a Canadian bacon that I smoke. So uh, it's a sort of rigid little disc that if they happen to swallow it whole, it'll just disintegrate in their tongue. Be fine. Um, we do a meatball. We do a 95% lean ground beef meatball. Basically, it's it, if you're an okay. Italian, give your dog a meatball. Well, there's too much to even guess at. You all have to go check it out. So check it out at Buddy's Bones with a Z, B-U-D-D-Y-S-B-O-N-Z. Thank you very much, Don and Sally. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, it's been great. Okay, everybody, stay tuned. We'll be back in a minute with more smart animal talk on All Buzz Pet Talk with me, your host, Deb Wolf. If you want more of me, go to DebraWolfOnline.com. I'm your doggy, and I love you, and you know that I need you too. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. Preen Pets, 100% natural dog treats made and sourced in the USA. Positively no chemicals and no additives. Treats, sticks, and bones made with chicken, fish, pork, turkey, beef, and vegetables. Wow, and vegetables. This is what I want you to do. Go to www.preenpets.com. That is P-R-E-E-N P-E-T-S dot com. Give your furry children the best nutrition for a long and healthy life. Go to preenpets.com. Your pets will love you for it. Hey, pet lovers, listen up. Super Essentials, your pet's best friend. Super Essentials is an immune system builder for all the animals. 100% human-made ingredients, and made in the USA. Promotes longevity, increases energy, builds healthy joints, and strong bones. It builds a solid foundation for excellent health for dogs and cats. This is what I want you to do. Go to www.MotherEarthPet.com to learn so much more about this product. 
my producer uses it for his pets and for himself as well. That is MotherEarthPet.com. A happy pet is a healthy pet. The site again, www.MotherEarthPet.com. Hello, you're listening to Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio, and we're back, and I wanted to dedicate this show to a beautiful dog my friend Peter owns, who had to be put down today. She was a foster dog. She was bred a few times and then put up for foster, and he took her as a two- or three-year-old golden retriever, and... um, had him with her, with him in California, and then when he relocated to Tennessee, took the dog with him. She was there when he bought his first house. He still lives in the house. She was there when he made his first doggy door in that new house and set everything up just for her, Jersey the dog, and gave her the best life she could ever have. And then she got cancer, and he fought that with all he could financially and time, effort, moving her all the way at one point to Denver for special elite surgery and proceeding with more treatments and follow-up than most owners ever would for years. But today was Jersey's last day. So I just want to give a shout-out to Peter, who did call the show. And I'm getting choked up because I've seen lots of pictures of Jersey. And uh, even today, she looked at peace and happy. So... If you're struggling with that, there's a lot out there. Rainbowsbridge.com is the best poem I've seen that helps with pet loss because it is like losing a person or a personality or a member of your family. And um, I just know Jersey was very lucky to have Peter. Okay, everybody, so let's talk with Don Salapino on happier topics. Let's talk about Jack, the 10-year-old Karen Terrier, and what's going on with Jack and how has he inspired a whole movement a leash your fitness kind of deal. Welcome to the show, Don. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, and I'm sorry to hear about your friend's dog. Yes, friend and caller to the show and uh, longtime contributor on different, different things. He sort of followed my career from afar and always had dogs and always called in with questions. And so, uh, in fact, at one point I had on the show this, this uh, guest, Vladdy, Vladislav Reutepel, calls himself the Russian dog wizard, and he has a very heavy hand and a very harsh way. He recommends shot collars and punishment and all this sort of stuff. And so he and I were kind of debating and arguing, and we were really going at it on the show, and we got a call from Peter who was kind of disagreeing with everything that, Vladdy was saying, the Russian dog wizard, and Vladdy started to call him out, calling him a sissy boy and things like that. And it was only then that Peter revealed all these years of army service and just completely, completely trashed that idea that you can be a strong man. You can be a man's man and treat a dog with kindness and have a dog do what you want it to do. You don't have to be harsh. So it was a great call. I'll I'll always... uh, I'll always remember that particular call and that particular contribution from a listener because it really nailed the point home because Vladi was saying, you know, if you want real results, you train with real methods, my methods. And I was saying, well, then how come they don't train seeing eye dogs that way, Vladi? And when that really matters, those are real results. How come they don't train police dogs that way, Vladi? So, yeah, we had, we had an argument, and he backed me up with his own personal story. So that was really nice. But... Um, 
golden retrievers, labs, this type of dog, they don't need harshness. Most dogs, all dogs don't need harshness. There's really no reason. There's a nice way to train and it works just as well and you get more reliable results. So you've got a Cairn Terrier, which for everybody out there listening is sort of a medium-sized terrier. Not that tiny, tiny toy. Yeah, he's a little like Toto Wizard of Oz. Most people are Exactly. Oh, great that you said yeah. that. Now everybody knows who you're talking about. And he's 10 and I bet in his prime he was a bit of a hyperactive little guy. So oh, tell us the story. He still is. And that's one of the reasons um, we started my company, Leash Your Fitness, is because it's all about being active with your dog. Instead of just leaving him home, it's all about doing activities with your dog, taking him kayaking, taking him hiking, taking him stand-up paddleboarding, you know, take traveling with him. So that's what we try to inspire other people to do. And at 10 Is years like old, that little gnome that travels the world? Is your dog like in every Facebook photo doing all kinds of great things? Yeah, my dog has been in 34 of the 50 states, and um, he has swam in all of them. And, um, yeah, he's our Facebook uh, um, page, Leash Your Fitness, is all about, you know, not just him, but other dogs that are just having fun and being out and being active. Okay, so you have a class, a fitness class with dogs yeah, so and people? My, my company is it's called Leash Your Fitness, and it's in San Diego. And um, we started with one class, a boot camp class, and it's because I'm a personal trainer, and I didn't want to leave Jack at home anymore when I went to, to work out. So I started incorporating him into my workouts, and um, it, I liked it, and my clients liked it, so I started a business six years ago in 2009, and it's taken off, and now we have all different kinds of classes. We just set the Guinness Book of World Record for the largest dog yoga class. And we have running classes and upper body and lower body and boot camp. And we have a class for everybody because we want everyone to realize that, you know, you can get fit with your dog. You don't have to go to a gym. You don't have to do anything special. You can just, you know, do fun stuff with your dog. Well, it makes sense to me. I've done some training walks that had, you know, I used to do training lessons where people would have to sign up for 10 or 6 or whatever. And um, they, uh, and then I expanded it and I did a training walk one time. Just put out flyers, went to a dog park, big long dyke walk, 10K dyke walk. I decided to do just one kilometer with everybody. And we ended up doing five because people didn't want to stop. And it was just so much fun. It was so much fun. And the problem showed up as we walked. This one was chasing bikes and that one wasn't healing and that one wanted to mess with that yeah. one that one was a humper you know and we worked on them as we went and it, it just it became a really popular program and that was about 15 years ago so I can, and I haven't done it since I haven't even thought of it since but I can see the connection because you know yeah, it was I mean like if that, you're going to exercise without your dog and then go home and walk your dog exactly that just doesn't make sense well and that's like I had a client call yesterday and I'm like why are you going to a gym you have three dogs why don't you just do ex like I, even on our blog, we have Move It Mondays, and every Monday we show you an exercise that you can be doing on your dog walks. So instead of just walking your dog, you could be incorporating exercises along the way. So even while your dog's peeing, you could be working on your balance or stretching or doing something, you know. So, oh, you know, yeah. Okay, yeah. so the yoga, you're, the human's doing the yoga. What's the dog doing? Nothing, Yeah, right? so the whole purpose behind the yoga is to... to show people that your dog reads your energy. So we had 255 dogs in a closed field, and it was like a Sunday church service. It was completely quiet. And we uh, were able to prove that if you're calm, your dog will be calm as well. We had puppies. We had, you know, big dogs, little dogs. We had all different kinds of dogs in that field. And 
it was completely quiet for almost an hour. So um, we have. A I would like to way. see that. Is that on YouTube? Yeah. Is it? Is it anywhere yeah, we well, can find it? Yeah, we have a uh, a blog. If you go right to my website at leashyourfitness.com, on the front page, we have pictures of it and a blog post and stuff. We had news channels from all over San Diego coming, and um, nobody could believe how quiet it was. And we teach other trainers around the country how to teach an effective dog yoga class because I've been to dog yoga classes where the dogs are jumping around, the people are giving them treats. It's just mass chaos. And so we like to show you the correct way to do it so the dogs are all calm, the people are calm, and you know, every it, it's all of our classes are about your dogs with you. So instead of going to a yoga class and leaving your dog at home, we incorporate them into the class. They're not doing yoga. They're not. We don't pick them up and use right. them for props and all that crazy stuff. We just, you know, they're with you. Mm-hmm. No, I understand now. Because sometimes there's yeah. these classes where the baby's actually the, <laughs> the counterweight and things like this. Yeah, yeah. That None of our classes. We don't use. We don't pick the dogs up in any of our classes. In all of our other classes, we incorporate the dog. So we incorporate dog obedience. So we'll just, like, run, and then we'll stop and do an exercise, and we'll have the dog sit or lay down, or we'll have them nice. do something. Nice. So okay, mentally... so it's, it's a mental workout for the dog. Yes. Plus, he's participating exactly. with you, and he's outside so getting a little exercise. And, and all this stuff just comes as a as a byproduct, the exposure yes. to other dogs, exposure to other people, yep. learning to be cool, exactly. learning what's expected, following your lead. I like mm-hmm. what you say about... Uh, energy because sometimes on occasion I'll have a, a dog that's really scared terribly terribly terrified and usually it takes quite a lot of uh, teaching it that the thing it's afraid of isn't scary from a distance and then getting that thing closer and closer till it realizes oh I'm okay with skateboards or I'm okay with big men or I'm okay with people wearing baseball hats whatever but sometimes it's it's the owner Sometimes when the owner picks up the leash, most of the time it's the owner. (laughs) Yeah, well, sometimes when the owner picks up the leash, the dog is a basket case, Mm -hmm. and when the owner transfers the leash to me, a lot of times it's not immediately obvious because the dogs become so scared throughout its life. But sometimes it's completely centered around that person. They hand me the leash, and the dog's completely calm, not exhibiting any of the traits the person said were the problems. The list they said I should train are not showing up. The dog is not doing anything they said. I hand the leash back, and he starts to exhibit all yeah. the things they're complaining yeah. about. I take it back again. He's completely calm. Sometimes it's that striking. You know, yeah, the it, energy it, really yeah. does go and I, from We try to, to teach time. people that, and... That's one of the reasons, um, you know, we just, my dog, Jack, and I just did a two-and-a-half-month road trip around the country, and we are trying to promote that is, you know, just get out with your dogs and do different things. You know, if they're afraid of skateboards, then, you know, you got to counteract that with something else, you know, and just show them, like you just, exactly what you just said, is they're not scary. And we have dogs that come to our class that, you, you know, used to not be able able to be around any other dogs like when they'd come mm-hmm. to the class it'd be way over to the side like they couldn't be around any other dogs at all and now they're doing 5k's with their mom and they're going to dog events and they're around dogs all the time because exactly what you just said is we've put them in an environment where they're not they know that they're safe and nothing bad's going to happen to them and they get they get um confidence and yeah, and you've also shown mean. them how to behave. A lot of times a dog sees a new situation and he thinks, well, all the times in the past I was 
able to growl and avoid this situation or I was able to act fearful and avoid this situation. That's the only habit I know. That's the only coping yeah. skill I got. Yeah. So you teach him, well, all you got to do is sit beside me while I do these exercises. He starts to anticipate that. He goes, oh, we're going to yoga class. All I have to do is sit here. No one will hurt me. This is my coping skill here. And he gets yeah. more confident and more confident. You're showing him what to do without the owner being so preoccupied with it and maybe nervous of it they're almost distracted doing the dog yeah. training without realizing and that's that's just great instead of focusing on what the dog's doing wrong they're just making them get it right as they do yeah, their yoga yeah and you know so, i'm not a dog trainer i'm a personal trainer and when i started this company basically it was because i saw a need i saw people work all day and you know, like you, exactly what you just said. They go to the gym and then they come home and have to walk their dogs. Well, by then they're exhausted, so they take their dogs for a 10-minute walk just to get it over with. And so why not incorporate the, the two together? So I just started So they pay a that. dog walker and then they go to the gym. Or I've seen all kinds of variations of it. I know. I used to have a client that she used to pay me to walk with her and pay a dog walker to walk her dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then there's the ones who... Um, even though the dog is now 13 or 14, they still make him run with them. They still make yeah, him because yeah. they don't get how to incorporate him into their warm-down walk or their stretch. Or instead. they don't, you know, like like right now in San Diego, it is so hot right now. And <sighs> so I, we try to educate people. You know, you should not be out running with your dog at, at 10 no. o'clock in the morning. It's already no. 85 degrees. You know, yeah. you shouldn't no, be no, no. And that, dog. people listening, that's when dogs have strokes. You want your yeah. dog to have a yeah. stroke? If he's over 10 and you take him out in that kind of heat, noon, summertime for a run, the run he's been doing every day of his life, his whole life, when he's 12 or 13 and it's that hot, he will have a stroke. Just right. don't do it. Just don't so we do try it. to educate him. And, you know, it's we try to make, uh, like, in the summertime, we do water events. So we did, just last weekend, we took 21 dogs kayaking. You know, we introduce people to new like, people are like, oh, my God, I never thought about kayaking with my dog. So they come on our events because of their group events and they're safe and they feel confident and we help them. And then some people you know don't what? buy That's kayaks because they to love start. it. That's a great way to start because you don't know what areas allow, what what equipment you're yeah. going to need. You might need someone to steady the boat while you get in if your dog's not used to it. I mean, there's all kinds of variations. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so but, you know, I've people. done some canoeing with dogs, and it's, except for the fact that they never help with the paddling. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, you know, a little bit of extra dead weight. They're really fun to have along on a yeah, canoe trip. Yeah, they love it. And, uh, you know, we and did, man, they, and they're I... totally helpful once you get to the camping spot. Yeah, well, when Jack and I just did our cross-country road trip, we were up in Maine, and uh, we met a couple, and they um, were going to go canoe, um, kayaking, and I said, why aren't you taking your dog? And they were like, we never thought about it, and our dog, we don't even know if he likes water, because we just got him. So I was paddleboarding, so I paddleboarded alongside of them, and they took their dog. The dog sat there like a person. He loved <laughs> it, and we kayaked all the way to this lake. And then we got the dog, he was swimming. I mean, he had like the time of his life and we were out all day. I mean, that dog would have been stuck in their camper all day by himself. I know, it's crazy. Okay, well, everybody, we've run out of time with Don Salapino. Can you tell them where to reach you, just the website? Because we're we're all out of time on this segment. Yeah, it's leash, like a dog leash, yourfitness.com. And you can like our Facebook page, backslash leash, your fitness. And you check out the doggy boot camp class or the big mass yoga class. Check out yeah, the mellow dogs. Do, find you know, we do a lot of place. education on our blog and our Facebook page and stuff as well. 
Okay, everybody. If you want more of me, it's DebraWolfOnline.com. That's where you can get just one stop, and you can click and see all the new faces at Camp Good Dog, including the three standard pup- poodle puppies. Two are visiting, one's still with me. They're adorable. Check them out. All right, this has been Smart Animal Talk, All Paws Pet Talk Radio. We'll talk again next week. Be good to your animals. I'm your doggy, I'm your doggy. and I love